Hello, Jasmine. Hello, Ugo. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Watchando Movies. So, uh, Jasmine. Yes. You used to like movies about a decade ago. Yeah, I no? guess. I, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. Wait. Um, I like movies, uh, kind of. Like, I don't know. <laughs> You're getting there. We've been doing this for a while. Yeah. Yeah. I've I've been showing you movies mm -hmm. this whole time, you know? Yeah. Uh, and now we're kind of doing like a director series. Sure. Oh, yeah. Where, yeah. You know, where we're, you know, I'm showing you a few movies. Not mm -hmm. all all the movies. Not but, you know, like introducing you to directors. Mm -hmm. Well, not, not in this case, because we're doing David Fincher and you're... Yeah, you've been introduced, yeah. I guess. Yeah, you've, you've been familiar with him. Yeah. Like you've seen Seven. Mm -hmm. You've seen Panic Room. Yeah, no. Well, I maybe at one point in my life, like a long time ago, I watched it, but <sighs> I haven't seen it in a while, so I'm not sure how. Um, yeah, but you watched it. You watched sure, it. Sure, I watched yeah. it. Um, you seen The Social Network? I have yeah. seen The Social we Network. Just, we watched Fight Club last week. We did. Uh, so, what are we watching today? We are watching Zodiac. The Zodiac Killer has come to San Francisco. Another letter. School children make nice targets. He gave himself a name. Greek, Morse code, astrological signs. This guy's used them all. I like killing people because man is the most dangerous animal of all. Spoilers, of course. So, you know, really quickly, I'm going to give you a few details about David Fincher. And then about Zodiac, you know, before we start talking about the movie. So, uh, David Fincher, you've been asking me this a lot. Yeah, yeah. David Fincher did not go to film school. Wow. He did not. <laughs> uh, he actually, when he was a teenager, he had an internship uh, with Lucasfilm. You know Lucasfilm, right? Um, yeah. George yeah. Lucas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, and he actually worked with the visual effects department on uh, Empire Strikes Back uh, and Return of the Jedi. Or, or Return of the Jedi. It's one of those two, you know? Mm -hmm. He worked on a, a Star Wars movie. Okay. Know, a young David Fincher. Um, uh, and he's talked about how the only sort of training he's had is through this summer program. And he has this great quote. This is a quote, right? Mm -hmm. uh, about this summer program. He said, those who can't do, teach. Oh, wow. Yeah? Those who teach. No, those who can't teach, teach gym. Those, those who can't teach gym, teach film. And those who couldn't teach film taught at that summer program. Wow. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's basically, it was, yeah. So, so he learned like, nothing? Is that what he's saying? Yeah. He learned nothing is what he says. So he basically like more or less self-taught. Yeah. Um, he got his start directing commercials. Um, nice. he, he did this public service announcement that's very famous. It's where they show a fetus uh, smoking a cigarette can't say i know whether i have don't think i don't know no. if i've seen that but it's like a, oh my god that image and it's like don't, don't smoke when you're pregnant you know shit like mm -hmm. that and he also uh directed a lot of music videos he directed a lot of uh music videos by this uh, little indie artist i don't know if you've heard of her uh madonna oh nice <laughs> yeah. yeah so and then he got his his first feature film was um uh, alien three uh, which was not well received uh, really? by critics, uh, but there was a, he, I saw an interview with him once where the guy interviewing him went, "Oh, you know, I saw that in theaters, and I really I remember really enjoying it." And then David Fincher went, 
whatever <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so i'll just get into the details of zodiac so zodiac uh the screenplay was written by james vanderbilt um and it's based on the book by robert graysmith called zodiac right? yeah. uh it stars jake gyllenhaal mark ruffalo and robert downey jr those mm-hmm. are the three main guys yeah, yeah. robert downey jr a year before iron man came out wow yeah so right before you know it's like the era where he, you know, you know Robert Downey Jr.'s life story, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He like was he was down. Yeah, yeah and then he, he was in jail, and he like Iron started Man. making a comeback. Yeah, yeah. so it, it was a period between that downfall and Iron Man where he was making a lot of interesting movies. Okay, um, which he doesn't really do anymore, you know, because he's uh, he's set for he's life. super expensive to you know in the yeah. movie. Uh so yeah, um, he did this and he did like Kiss Kiss Bang Bang and you know stuff like that. Okay. I think I've seen Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. You saw a little bit of it. Yeah, yeah I think showed you showed me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was right. uh, released on March 2nd, 2007 uh, in the U.S. It had a budget of $65 million and it made uh, it grossed $83 million worldwide, which is not ideal. Okay, because they need to double double their budget in order to be considered um, profitable or you know break even to break even. Mm-hmm. Um, on its opening weekend, it placed second behind a movie called Wild Hogs. I don't know if you oh, wow. if, do you remember that movie. I do. They filmed it. Here. They filmed it here, yeah, yeah, in New Mexico. Um, and we watched it in theaters. I don't know if you were there. We watched it in theaters. Um, I think so. probably yeah. that sounds about right. And that's crazy to me that as a kid watching that, I, I was like, "Wow, Zodiac came out at the same time." That's nice. Could have watched Zodiac instead. No, we wouldn't. No, we wouldn't. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it screened at Cannes Film Festival in May of that year, and it was nominated for the Palme d'Or. Uh, you remember the Palme d'Or, right? Something about gold. Yeah, it's like the it's like the best picture sort of Oscar thing, but more international. You know, Parasite won it, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Um, it also was nominated at the WGA Awards. You know, the WGA. No. The Writers Guild of America. Okay. Uh, they nominated it for Best Adapted Screenplay. Okay, okay. No Oscar nominations going around on this one, though. Okay, okay. Uh, it has a Rotten Tomato score in 80, of 89% mm-hmm. and an audience score of 77%. Mm-hmm. The consensus reads, a quiet dialogue-driven thriller that delivers with scene after scene of gut-wrenching anxiety. David Fincher uh, also spends more time illustrating nuances of his character and... Um, Recreating the mood of the 70s than he does on gory details murder. Gory murder details. I think nice. it's, yeah. uh, so on a personal level, I watched this movie for the first time when I was 17. Mm-hmm. I really liked it. Mm-hmm. I watched it with my mom. My mom also kind of liked it. Mm-hmm. She's all like, it was boring for the most of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. But she liked some parts. I think, I think she liked, uh, she likes the actors of it. And that's why she watched it with me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Jasmine. Did you have any expectations from this movie? You know, um, I am a um, a woman who enjoys a good uh, serial killer, right? Yeah, you like true crime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I obviously was well-versed enough with um, the Zodiac case. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't, I wasn't sure exactly um, what I was expecting. I just knew. I thought it was going to be, eh. I mean, I guess I knew it was about, like, the chase of... The Zodiac, and that was it. Yeah, it wasn't about, like, a serial killer. Yeah, I mean, because yeah, obviously like we know how it ends, right? They never find it. It's, like, yeah. one of the greatest unsolved. It turns out it's Ted Cruz. 
Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I had no idea what the Zodiac did. Oh well. Yeah, so this was like a nice little uh like it was nice like learning about all this. But mm-hmm. I guess you already knew about Yeah. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Did you know about this movie before I told you about it? Yes. Of and, course. And you never wanted to watch it? I started watching it. Well, I was talking with my friend mm-hmm. and she told me, Oh, I don't remember we watched it. I was like, what? And I was like, well, we were kind of drinking, so maybe you fell asleep halfway. And I was like, I don't know. You guys, <laughs> wait, so you have seen this one? <laughs> I, apparently I have. I don't recall. <laughs> you've seen, you've probably seen more David Fincher movies than I have, honestly. Because yeah. I haven't seen Panic Room or Seven or Curious Case of Benjamin Button. No, oh, I haven't seen The Curious Case of Benjamin Button. I've, I've seen, seen The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. No. Okay. That's on my list. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't recall <laughs> seeing it ever. Wait, I did start like the first twenty minutes. Twenty minutes, yeah. yeah. And then I don't know what happened. You just you got, you said you got bored, right? I don't know if I got bored or if I was got busy and I was like, eh, I don't know. I maybe I probably got bored. Yeah. So this is your, I guess, third attempt at watching the movie. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, what were your gut reactions to this? Well, movie? we watched it together, so you know, I. The first mm-hmm. night we watched it, I could barely yeah. make it. Through. We split it into two because yeah. it was too long. Yeah, it's so. it's like almost, it's three, almost three hours, hours long, long, and yeah. it feels to it feels hours the same. Long. <laughs> <laughs> I think we watched oh, we watched a little bit more than half, and I was like, I can't, I can't finish it. Yeah, and then we watched. The, the, I guess the third see. act, I suppose, is what we saw. Yeah, mostly the third act. Um, yeah. and yeah, it was uh, that my gut reaction was well, this is boring. <laughs> yeah. it's pretty much there's a few moments where it's kind of interesting but as a whole it was a very boring movie (laughs) you know originally it was uh the original cut the adventure wanted was Mm -hmm. uh, three hours and eight minutes and then and then the studio forced them to to cut you know some of it off i mean I don't even know what else he could have added. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just like, what? In the it world? seems pretty uh, comprehensive already, you know. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like defeated by him. Not defeated, but I was like, why? Why? <laughs> why does it have to be this long? <laughs> I like lost interest in like the character. Yeah. Well, I don't think it felt its length. I feel, I think it it goes by faster uh, than it, than it actually. <laughs> I showed you that video by Movies with Mikey. Sure. Uh, Mikey Newman. He, uh, you know, he's a pretty big, famous YouTuber, uh, and he wrote the Borderland video game, among others. Um, mm-hmm. And that didn't convince you either, right? Well, you know, it convinced me of what that's a good movie. Yeah, that's a good movie. I just feel like, man, no. <laughs> Would you say this is a bad movie? I don't think it's a bad movie. It's just maybe there's an audience for it, but it ain't me. I feel like you're you're a, yeah you you should be the target audience. Right? Because I feel like yeah. I was like oh because I, I think I've always wanted to watch it because obviously it's like the Zodiac, right? It's like the definitive movie about the Zodiac. Yeah, killer. right. It's yeah. like um. I've seen Dahmer, um, right? And that one's obviously about Jeffrey Dahmer. Well, that's a direct video. Was it? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I enjoyed that <laughs> one more. But then again, I think it's 
there's something more satisfying about watching um or even listening to like a true crime podcast or or watching a true crime show where we know who the killer is ultimately right yeah people find out who it was yeah and like obviously with the zodiac you go in knowing it's as you don't know you, who they, it is. they they, they ne- i mean obviously nobody ever knows or nobody ever knew yeah. i mean i guess they had a strong suspect but they could never prove it yeah i guess in that i didn't really know much about um author lee allen yeah so that was kind of interesting to learn about mm-hmm. but obviously the focus is it on the zodiac in this movie it's about these three characters and how their lives are change, shaped yeah, yeah, yeah around the zodiac which i guess is interesting yeah. But I don't know. You don't know. I still am not convinced yeah. that it's funny. <laughs> you know, David Fincher calls this kind of a personal film because he was a child uh, when the Zodiac killings were going on. Oh, wow, he's cool. an old guy. Yeah, he doesn't look old. He no, looks, he looks pretty good. 50. Yeah, he looks good. How old is he? He's like almost sixty. Yeah, this, it's probably it's sixty. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty old. But honestly, that's interesting. Like to live through that and then learn uh-huh. and like. Like he remembers uh, his dad. Not taking him to the bus. And oh, stuff like wow. That. Yeah. You know, that thing that Jake Gyllenhaal like, yeah, pulled him out. Yeah, that's yeah. what his dad did. Which is what I'm assuming a lot of parents did. Yeah, right? yeah. oh, for sure. Yeah. So, um, what about this? So, you didn't find the characters interesting? Then? I mean, I really disliked Jake Gyllenhaal's character. You thought he was crazy, right? I thought he was annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if he was crazy. He was just annoying. He was just a fool, a damn fool. <laughs> I was like, just oh my god. Pay attention to your wife. I'm just like, honestly, and then just a cringy guy. <laughs> well, he's, I mean, he's kind of like, I guess they allude to him being maybe antisocial. I suppose like he doesn't. He usually keeps to himself. He doesn't really know how to interact with people. I think it's more like he's not really super interested in interacting people? with people. Okay. He's yeah, more interested like, in puzzles. And... Yeah, it's like they're there. Oh hi! Like, uh, it's not like oh. Like, yeah. he but he only check. hangs out with Paul Avery because yeah. he's involved in the Zodiac. Yeah, they're not really like, and, and they weren't in real life. They weren't friends, but in this movie, they're friends, but more like circumstantial friends, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what you think about? Excuse me. <laughs> Do you edit these out? Uh, not always. <laughs> oh my god. Um, I thought I was insane. Yeah. So just overall, not a good impression on you. Is what overall, I feel like, and I'm, if I'm just basing a David Fincher off of uh, Fight Club and Zodiac, these two movies, yeah. I'd say not for me. Not the director for but you. But I really enjoyed The Social Network. Yeah, you love The Social Network. Yeah, you thought I should have won Best was, Picture. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was great. Um, so obviously I know there's things I do like about mm-hmm. how he directs. Yeah. I think these ones are just... He f- seems to focus a lot on like very... Minutia. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure, sure. And I think I'm just like, nah, I don't, I just, I want the big picture guy. Yeah, you know. Like, like <laughs> some intricacy is fine, right? Yeah. Because I feel like, I don't know, because like, who was that guy we were watching? Movies with Mikey? <sighs> no. Uh, Sunny something. Sunny with a chance. 
Sunshine of Spotless Mind. What's his name? Eternal Sunshine of Spotless Mind. Charlie Kaufman. Yes. Kaufman. Kaufman. I feel like he yeah. it has a lot of details in his film, right? Mm-hmm. But you don't notice them right away. But then the second one, it's really cool, right? Mm-hmm. And this one is just kind of like I notice them and I just don't care. Don't about care them. about them. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't care, guy. <laughs> just get, get, just stop. Just get to the point. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you know, there was a, a, a an article recently where David Fincher said that he wasn't, he didn't get along with Jake Gyllenhaal on this mm-hmm. because Jake Gyllenhaal made a movie called Jarhead. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. Like that. an army guy? It's an army guy, yeah. Do you, do you just know that word? Or um, do you know that movie a little I bit? I think I've, I've, I vaguely remember it yeah. circulating at one um, point. So he was doing press for that. And like, it was like in the middle of award season. So he was uh-huh. like doing stuff with it. And uh, so he, he, David Fincher said that he felt distant. Um, and that he focuses a lot on minutia. He said Jake Gyllenhaal wasn't like in the headspace in order to, you know, accomplish all that. You know, like little stuff that he does. And obviously, like, David Fincher's known for his, like, meticulous, like, fucking, let's do 90 takes of, oh, of, one, of one scene. Yeah. There was this interview with Mark Ruffalo and Edward Norton, and they both worked with Fincher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Fincher uh, worked with Norton when on Fight Club, and they were still shooting on film. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he couldn't physically do a lot of takes, uh, as many as he probably would have wanted. Uh-huh. So he would, like, at max, he'd probably do, like, 30 takes for one scene, mm-hmm. which is still crazy yeah uh but mark ruffalo worked on him this one and this is the first film that fincher shot digitally mm-hmm. so you could do as many takes as you want yeah and mark ruffalo said oh god oh god like he says that he remembers he was like on uh take 80 85 or something mm-hmm. and that he just heard uh like he went and he moved this extra in the background like one second is what Fincher did, like one oh, m- millimeter, yeah, yeah. and then he just went, okay, delete the first sixty, and then Mark Ruffalo was like, oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he like he thought Mark Ruffalo at some point said that he thought he was gonna get fired. He's like, you know what, you, you know, you did it, you tried, yeah, but this is not, this is obviously not working out, yeah, yeah, yeah. and obviously actors don't like that. Yeah, would yeah. you like that? No, I'd no. Be like, <laughs> I'd be like, peace, give me at least a thirty minute break. I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he doesn't work with actors. Again, usually, like uh-huh. the only one he's ever worked with is Brad, Brad Pitt. Right, because he has and three he, movies. He has three like movies, that? Fight Club, um, Seven, Seven, and uh, Curious Case of Benjamin yeah, yeah. Button. Uh, so I, I think he's the only one that could handle that. Yeah. Um, but Maybe Brad like, Pitt's just a really nice guy. <laughs> he's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. i work. Yeah. yeah. You know, he grew up not totally rich, you know. Yeah. Uh, but Morgan Freeman also, like, he... He's talked about in interviews how he hates it when directors do too many takes. And mm. I think he's referring specifically to David yeah. Fincher. So, because he likes Clint Eastwood, because Clint Eastwood does one take and he's done. Yeah. But with David Fincher, he's like, look, is there something wrong with the lights? Why are you doing so many takes? You know, fix the lights. Or yeah. Is there something wrong with my performance? And tell me. Don't yeah. Just... But yeah, it's brutal. Yeah, yeah. It's brutal. Anyways, um, did you have a favorite scene at all in this movie, Jesse? Um,. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Because this movie feels like a, like, honestly, it could be like a little mini series because it's so freaking long. <laughs> yeah, it probably could be a mini series. I'm trying to yeah. piece it into, like, the things that I remember, right? Because it was like the Zodiac arc and then the Paul Avery arc and then the David Tor- Torching? Tish. Something. Something, yeah. Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. yeah, arc and then it was Robert uh, something. Robert. Oh, fuck me. Um, uh, Robert Graysmith, yeah. Oh, I got it. Yeah. This part was hilarious. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, go on. 
the part where he goes and I don't know, he's trying to investigate um, like who the Zodiac could potentially be. So he mm-hmm. goes to this man's house. Oh, yeah. that Rick drew. The handwriting is the closest that we have ever come to a match. Rick didn't draw any posters. No, he drew this one. Mr. Graysmith, I do the posters myself. It's my handwriting. I won't... I won't take any more of it. No, sir, I wrote the posters for the movie. (laughs) And then... Okay. (laughs) And then you can just see how he's, like, terrified of this guy. And I feel like this guy knows, and he's just kind of, like... Playing around, like, messing with him, yeah. yeah. I was like, okay. Okay. That was probably, like... Yeah. Funnest. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a that's a really. My mom started laughing so hard in that scene. Yeah. My favorite scene is also comedic scene. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's supposed to be comedic, but it certainly comes out very it. funny. I mean, it? <laughs> it's pretty and, silly. Yeah, um, my favorite scene is when uh, Jake Gyllenhaal is drinking that blue stuff. I wouldn't make fun of it if you tried it. But who actually cracked it? You know, they cut and he's drunk on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I want to try that drink. What is it called? A blue, oh, aqua, aqua velva or something. Okay, like that. yeah, yeah. So, that's gin, which apparently is super gross. But yeah, if your gin is nasty. Yeah, but it's an old timey drink. Like sailors used to drink it. Oh wow. Yeah, it's, it used to be a matcha drink. Mm. <laughs> uh, anyways, that's my favorite scene. Did you have a least favorite scene? Yeah, the rest of the movie. The rest of the, movie, the whole movie. <laughs> Um, least favorite? Yeah. We did this once. Um, and then never again. <laughs> honestly, I don't know. <laughs> I just feel like this whole movie was insanely long for me. That I feel like all the boring stuff, I kind of just like, eh, whatever. You compressed? Yeah, you yeah. like forgot it? Um, no, I don't think I have a least favorite. But that's mainly just because I kind of didn't like Every, this movie yeah, as a yeah. whole. Mm-hmm. So, so like nothing it. stood out as especially, yeah. 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 Yeah, I don't have a, fa- a least favorite scene either. So yeah. Okay. <coughs> so let's uh, let's let's break it down then. Okay. The writing. What do you think about the writing in this movie? Um, I think the um various is it are they arcs? Are they acts? Stories. I don't know. Stories is yeah. interesting. Um, I thought that was cool. I like. I guess it was interesting how they intertwined with everyone. Um. You know, you said that this movie went by fairly at a bearable pace for you. <laughs> I feel like the pacing was so Super slow. slow. And obviously, this is a long movie. Even I think by today's standards, this is yeah, it's a like two forty yeah. some. Yeah, this is a long movie. But then I think I can watch the Lords of the Rings and be like, yeah, all in one row. I don't know if I can watch them all in a row, but at least I can watch one or two. Really. Or I guess I can watch. Yeah, I can two. watch one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can watch two back to back. Actually, maybe I could watch the whole trilogy, trilogy and I'd be like, yeah, because it's fun and engaging. Yeah, and it's big action. Yeah. yeah, and this one, obviously, the action or the the initial what is it drama and in intensity mm-hmm. happens in the beginning, right, with the murders. Yeah, and then the rest of it is all like internal drama yeah. with the characters, right, yeah. as you yeah. see as their lives kind of. Mm-hmm. fall apart because it's a lot of it's just talking it's a lot yeah. of talking and exposition yeah yeah did i you, think he really likes exposition yeah. yeah well you you know we saw that video where it said that he likes exposition oh, is it? Oh. Oh, he's, <laughs> i don't know because a lot of his movies are basically um, yeah. just explaining stuff yeah i mean this one was just explaining stuff yeah. and i think that's and why i thought it was great <laughs> I, I, I thought at least with the 
with Fight Club, it was confusing. You're like kind of intrigued and like, okay, what's going on? Yeah, even though like I weird knew world. I mean, I kind of knew like the big ending, mm-hmm. but I didn't know a lot about like what happened throughout the movie. So yeah. that was interesting enough yeah. to keep me kind of in because I could I watched like Night Club, Fight Club in one sitting. With this one, I was just like, ah, I don't care. I already know <laughs> they don't find him. Yeah, I think maybe if you don't know, yeah, it's a lot. And more entertaining. I was very entertained. Yeah. Um, when I watched it, and I think, like, I'm really engrossed, and uh, I guess I do like puzzles in a way. Mm-hmm. So I'm really like engrossed and yeah. you know finding people like trying to. Yeah. So and uh, yeah yeah yeah. So yeah. I mean, I, I already knew they like he, they never they they've never found yeah. him. Yeah. So it was kind of like why. I was like, why do I care about these characters? And I mm-hmm. think I just didn't care about them. Yeah. And what about what about them? I them. didn't care about. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, just like, uh, I'm trying to think, like, usually, not usually, I don't know, okay, so, I'm trying to think of somebody else who, like, was another, like, famous serial killer that they never found out who he was. I think it was, like, maybe, like, maybe if it was, like, through the sister's perspective, the one who was in jail. Right. Maybe that would have more interesting whose sister is she like darlene or something like is she one of okay. the ladies right, yeah. that that girl yeah maybe it would have been more interesting but at this point i'm just like i don't i don't i don't know i'm just like these maybe the, I, I think okay the police officer was the most compelling mm-hmm. of the detective right because he, he was obviously part of the case it was yeah. his job to find out who who done it yeah, and he had access to yeah classified and it was more like some sort of like moral high ground i guess not high ground i don't know what i'm trying to say but it was like He's trying to solve it not to fulfill something necessarily personal, but it's because oh, yeah. it's his like, it's like a battle between duty. good and evil. Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. a little bit more intriguing. Yeah. Um, I think which is why Seven's kind of intriguing too, right? Yeah, because it is that. Yeah. And in Seven, you know who the serial killer is, yeah, yeah. and it's like you sort of... Or like yeah. cat and mouse, right? Yeah, yeah. And I guess in this way, it, it, it can be kind of similar, right? Because mm-hmm. um, the, the Zodiac would send letters to the press. And I guess with that, Paul Avery's character was a little bit more interesting because of that. But I guess because yeah. he, well, he had was specifically more, targeted yeah. by him. Yeah. But I don't know. I just because maybe he had more selfish reasons for writing. And then obviously, I don't know, Robert Graysmith. What is his name? Yeah, Robert Graysmith. Yeah. It's just like Jake this Jones. guy is just obsessed and he's just, obsessed, just yeah. ignoring. Yeah. It's a bad obsession. Really. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah. I think uh, Paul Avery is probably just kind of just eclectic, but he's just doing his job. Yeah. 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 And then, but yeah, yeah. But I just. I think maybe I cared the most about Mark Ruffalo's character, character. but even then I was like, uh, I mean, I think I liked that it was kind of like, I mean, obviously it's realistic, right? Because it's based yeah. on real yeah. events, but it's like, like it was 10 years when before like he finally kind of gave up on the case. Yeah. Right? Because there's only so much you can do. Mm-hmm. I mean, and the, the sort of like the lead suspect. Yeah. Even though he's like, I feel like the lead suspect is an idiot. Right. Like he's they super like, him, like sloppy as well. He's yeah. super sloppy, yeah. But he just got lucky. Yeah, I mean they couldn't. There isn't. I mean this is back before like DNA evidence and all that stuff. Yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, DNA test in like two thousand some. Um, exonerated him, right? Exonerated yeah. Paul, Lee. Uh, what's his name? Lee Arthur Lee, Arthur Lee Allen. Allen. Yeah, I yeah. said his name, and I just immediately forgot. It. Uh, yeah. So who knows who's any like this? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, it's not impossible, right? Because like, if like a year or two ago they caught you don't know enough about true crime, no. but they caught like the Golden State Killer. I know who that is, and he was like yeah. another um, 
prolific. Like he just killed people on the Golden State Bridge. I think it was just a California serial killer. Oh, okay. And like around like the same time period, like 60s, 70s. Yeah. And what and was they, he like? A 90 year old man at that point. Uh, yeah. And I think they found it through like like rel- I don't know what it's called now, but it's like relative testing. So like uh. they'll find a match like through somebody's mm. like nephew, and then that's how they found him. Because okay. he matched his nephew's DNA or something. And then oh, because he did like a 23andMe or something? I don't know exactly how, but yeah, that's how they, that, like years later, that's how they found him. Like, I don't know if that would happen yeah. with the Zodiac. I mean, I'm sure he's, they've tried. Yeah. And obviously when they catch a killer, a serial killer, they like cross-reference their DNA with the Zodiac's DNA. Oh, really? Just to make sure. Yeah, just to make sure. Yeah, nice, nice, nice. I mean, mm. if, if the Zodiac was still alive, if it wasn't Arthur Lee Allen. Mm-hmm. He's dead by now, honestly. I want to... Yeah. Okay, my theory... I mean, we're going off topic. Yeah. I'm not... This is not a true crime podcast, but I kind of feel like it's might be... There might be a true Zodiac and then a copycat Zodiac. Yeah. I mean, and there were... I feel... Because when I saw the movie for the first time, the second killing, where he's wearing that sweater, like, yeah. yeah. I thought that was the copycat. Yeah. Because it just, like, he's wearing the symbol. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was a copycat. But obviously, the, you know, they do talk about copycats. Yeah. Like, the guy in the... In the car who picks up that lady? Yeah. 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 And, I mean, who knows? Who knows, yeah. It was a crazy time back in the late 60s when people just were super trusting. Each- and like, oh. yeah, come. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, there's something wrong my with my car? Oh, okay. Yeah, fix it. Or, I don't know. Like, oh, I see a sketchy car. We should just wait and see what happens. Yeah. Let me tell you, Morgan and I, <laughs> we saw a sketchy car. Got the heck out of where we were. Yeah driving 80 miles an hour and like <laughs> this little driveway not driveway but like a little space because mm. we we're like not today not today what if he was hiding in the car what do you mean like behind us no, in your car in our car yeah no way i mean we were in the back seat oh, that sounds suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> we're eating pasta <laughs> and, okay um Oh, oh tension! Those, those, so those scenes. The, you like the tension in those scenes? Yeah, right? those were interesting. Yeah. I think even the tension. I obviously like all like the p- police procedural stuff was pretty tense and cool. Yeah. Um. But yeah, mm. I mean, just the police stuff. I guess was the most interesting to me. Yeah. That's because that's kind of more what I like. You like the police. Police, not, not, I mean, I like you like watching. like police procedurals yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think, yeah, I think those scenes are great. I think they're um, they play out like horror films, you know, like um, you know, some slasher film. Yeah, because he is a slasher, isn't he? Um, he's a little bit of everything. Well, that's the thing, right? He has different MOs. So yeah, that's why I kind yeah. of feel like it might be a different guy. Well, yeah, he shot the first two. He was a knife. He's a knife of the second two. And then it was like the taxi driver. He right? shoots him, right? Yeah, he shoots him, but it's just a taxi driver. Yeah. Do you think he just shot him because he's like, I don't want to pay the fare? Um, <laughs> maybe. Or he's just saw an opportunity and just like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. Poor bastard, man. Yeah, taxi driver. Oh. Trying to make a living, somebody just shoots you in the back. Oh, man. Yeah, taxi drivers are one of the most, um, at least they were. I'm not sure anymore. I think they, they have, were, um, like, plexiglass or whatever yeah, yeah. to protect yeah, yeah. sort of like bulletproof yeah uh yeah it's, it's apparently one of the most dangerous jobs yeah know, especially in new york yeah yeah which no, this well, isn't i mean they're at least new york ta- taxi drivers are like tough you think so yeah Even i mean all the ones to, i've yeah. i've interacted with are no nonsense people which you kind of have to be the italian everything 
yeah. So let's talk about the acting. What did you think about the performances? Um, you know, I feel like I say you love Jake Gyllenhaal's performance. Um, what? Yeah, because he he sold that like annoying thing. I mean, it's like he's annoying, but he doesn't know he's annoying, which is exactly his character. So I guess he did good in that one. Yeah, he did great. Um, I feel like Robert Downey Jr. kind of just played like an ex. Uh, a pre-version of Tony Stark. <laughs> well, what well, I saw, I, heard, I saw a review by Mark Kermode, uh-huh. which uh, he's like Robert Downey Jr. is playing himself yeah. again, <laughs> yeah, which he often does. And then Mark Ruffalo is just a beautiful man, so he's a be- he plays like a like a little soft. Yeah, guy. he's very like soft spoken. Yeah, like he changed his voice pretty. Yeah. Yeah, it's like he had like damage to the vocal cords or something. Yeah, Maybe, you know, man. Because he spoke. I think all his scenes, he definitely spoke like a little bit lower than everyone else. Yeah. Nope. And he had this thing with there. animal crackers. Yeah. He just liked to eat. I think. And then, yeah. Yeah. Ah, poor sweet some ch- <laughs> What are you shooting at? The dogs. Okay. They died. Um. Yeah, so any performance stand out to you? Oh, Mark Ruffalo, right? Um, performances that stood out? Yeah. I mean, they all did okay. What did you think about um, Arthur? Lee Allen? Yeah. That guy plays a lot of interesting people. Yeah. You can, you can what else do you know? Um, he, I just saw him in the trailer for something. He was on the trial of Chicago 7, I know that. Um, He was in American Horror Story. He was? The clown. Oh, yes. really? Yeah. That's him? Yeah. <laughs> Unrecognizable, right? I'd say, yeah. That's because, like, the clown shot him, like, his face. I don't know. Oh, like, yeah? The clown from American Horror Story has, like, a tragic past. <laughs> um, he was in uh, pun, no, no, Crazy Stupid Love. He was? Yeah, he was that girl's dad, the girl who was in love with Steve Carell. There's a girl in love with Steve Carell. You've never seen? And there is anyway. So there's a the teenage girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's there's what? That he plays her father. Who's, and she's in love with Steve Carell. Yes. Have you never seen that? Such a good movie. You should watch it. It's great. That's weird, man. It is. That's like part of. That's part of the. the and like, then like someone, the girl, the boy, he he she babysits loves her. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. great. It's a great. And then she sends nudes to Steve Carell, right? Yeah. But she's underage. Yeah. And then that's the whole thing. Yeah, it's great. It's a great so that that scene where everything hits the fan. Is I've it. seen that scene. It's good. And you should too. watch the movie. It's great. I know Ryan Gosling slaps Steve Carell on. Yeah, yeah. Do you it's, know? I don't know. You should watch it. It's good. I have. I it. think I'm just like, I know it's a lot of cringy stuff on it, isn't it? Um. Yeah. I'm just not. I'm just like. I don't know. If it's I'm, not bad. It's not bad. It's a good time. I like. It. It's one of my favorite movies. Not on all favorite, but it's one of my most enjoyable movies. <laughs> Like you rewatch it a lot. Um, I used to when it was come out. It was like right when I came out, I'd watch it a lot on like an How old HBO. Were you like seventeen, probably. Yeah. yeah. Wow. But off topic, what are we talking about? Yeah. Oh, that's Zodiac? where I've seen seen that's that. That's where I've seen yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Like he's on a, in yeah. a lot of movies. Well, he's playing. He's playing basically playing like a gay guy here, right? Arthur Lee Allen. Yeah. Oh well, I mean that's the theory. Well, he's a right? pedophile. He sh- he's a pedophile. Oh yeah. Right, but. I mean, but also like kind of like this hatred towards women, right? Mm-hmm. He, Make sure he he makes sure that the women are dead. Yeah, so yeah, and, yeah. and like Paul Avery calls him a, a latent. What's a latent? What does latent mean? Latent. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Latent homosexual. <laughs> I started. I, I learned how to analyze. I didn't learn words or grammar. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, latent homosexual. 
know. That's what Polly recalled him. Um, and I don't know why. I think it was like something in the letters. The way mm-hmm. that he wrote. Or, okay. And probably that he killed the woman and let the man live. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. yeah. I mean, a lot of serial killers have a deep hatred Just for women. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and women are a lot easier, easier to. Yeah. I mean, that's what they say, right? Yeah. Yeah. And like they they try they target women who are like well they smaller and stuff like that. A lot of them are also well, not a lot of them, but um, who is it? Um, it just depends on them. But like obviously, like sex workers are very easy targets because mm-hmm. one people aren't going to report them because of the profession they're in. They're kind of like like the unseen or members of society so mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, people don't mm-hmm, care mm-hmm, to see them because mm-hmm, they don't want to see that mm-hmm. so they're really easy prey for serial killers mm-hmm. or just people who are horrible <laughs> want to do or just murderers in general yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. um yeah so that's act- acting great all around that's yeah it was i mean fun solid what do you think about uh jake Hall's uh, wife um i like the part where she was like this is the best date i've ever had when she first dated yeah. him. And I like, you know what I liked? I liked that she wasn't too concerned that he was obsessed. It was like their safety. It was their safety. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. she could have been like a nag. Yeah. And she's but like, she, yeah. they're calling us. <laughs> they're calling us, man. What's wrong with you? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because their first date basically was about him being worried that something was going to happen to Paul. Paul and yeah. he's uh, doing the exact same thing. And she's yeah. like, what the hell? What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, your family. <laughs> Uh, which, okay, let's move on to cinematography. Let's talk about the cinematography. Yeah. <sighs> Would you say this is very similar to Fight Club in its style? Um. I don't remember Fight Club. You don't remember Fight Club? <laughs> I feel like I noticed. A few more things in Fight Club. Mm-hmm. I feel like maybe the cinematography is a little bit more dynamic in Fight Club. Well, there's a lot more stylistic choices. Okay. For sure, yeah. In this one, maybe... I'm trying to think. Um, I think the only like scenes where I kind of noticed a bit more... Um, cinnamon? <laughs> a little bit more cinnamon. Cinnamon uh, is a slang term for cinematography. That's what I, I'm quoting. Here, in yeah. this, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're trendsetters. Right. We're saying, you know. Um, was in the scene where they killed, or it was like, well, I mean, it was like when they kind of introduced uh, Mark Ruffalo's character, because mm-hmm. obviously it was like in his county. I don't know much about police terms. Yeah. And there's like, there's, there's like the handheld camera, I'm assuming, because kind of shaking, I would follow him around, and then it would like, there's this sequence where it would pan, it was like focused on him, and then it would out like in a widescreen i don't know if that's mm-hmm. cinematography and then also when he was checking the body the camera was kind of positioned in a way where we were looking up towards him and that's basically all i noticed <laughs> trying to think if there's anything else um you know so um let's talk about that scene real quick so most of the movie the camera is stable so okay like tripod Thanks. I thought I was going crazy. So, wh- <laughs> why do you think uh, it was handheld? Because we're investigating with him. I don't know. Yeah, it puts his like in his yeah. shoes, you know. Because we're trying. He's trying to piece things, and maybe they're trying to have us piece things too. I don't know. Um. 
Yeah, something like that. Like it puts us like like over there, you know, like if it was a real person there. Um, and and David Fincher doesn't usually do that. He usually wants the camera to be like an um, like this thing that isn't human. You know. Like okay. A, yeah. Like yeah. A computer. Yeah. That's like, why he likes digital shit. Yeah. Well, because I did see something that you're talking about, like how he didn't like. I think I don't know if you showed me something. Yeah, I showed you. Yeah. And then I saw Every that. And I think maybe that's why I noticed that because I was I thought that that was odd. Yeah. That it was there. Yeah, because it, it breaks with his style. Yeah. Yeah. Uh what did you think about the color palette in this movie? Well, obviously you showed me that one video. Yeah, we're talking about yellow. Yeah, yeah. just yellow. Um, so I guess I noticed the yellow. Um, and other than that, it's a very colorless tone yeah monochromatic yeah i mean it's like a lot of like earth not earthy tones necessarily but a lot of muted tones i guess mm-hmm. would be the better word it's yeah. really not there's Did, no pops of colors it's right kind of just yeah. like and browns yeah, and beiges yeah. mm-hmm. and grays mm-hmm. maybe and uh do you think that grounds the movie in reality or do you think it sort of like puts it on a different world what do you think? um yeah we can say it grounds it grounds it yeah yeah I don't know if I necessarily would have noticed the yellow too much if it wasn't mentioned before. In the video, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But it was not bland. <laughs> oh. But I don't know if the bland works in favor of it. You think uh, if it was... I mean, I guess usually like crime dramas are kind of like darker in tone, so this was kind of muted. So I guess it kind of fits with that kind yeah, of yeah. genre. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, would you have preferred like more, uh, I guess, realistic colors? Realistic? Yeah, you know, like you sort mean? of like flat, like we know what we see with our eyes. Um, I don't know. I think there's a little bit of that. I think probably when we'd see most of that was like in the Killings of the Zodiac, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, or in the, even in like that that first scene when they went to like like a diner or something yeah there were like bright pops of color right mm-hmm. that's because it was a lively kind of like youthful type of oh yeah, environment. yeah teenagers yeah mm-hmm. so maybe that's why there's a little bit more color there because it's presenting like these young mm-hmm. people yeah. whose lives mm-hmm. got extinguished <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then after that there's like no kind of color even as um they get older right the two survivors like we see them and they're like and like browned or grayed or whatever. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then they had like lighter. They had lighter clothes before they yeah. were murdered. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and, and, and so the first murder was shot like in slow motion. Would you say that that was like, the, what did you think of that look? Was it beautiful to you or was it? Beautiful? Yeah. yeah. Like how did it look to you? Um, I think generally, um. I feel like a lot of like, like I don't actually know. I'm not sure if I've seen a lot of scenes where some depicting like death or murder. <laughs> so I feel like I don't think that's the norm, though, right? I, feel I like don't it's think usually, so. Not usually. Yeah, yeah. Like maybe like I'm thinking of like the Matrix. Maybe like if there's a shootout, or but that's like more like an action movie where like they do yeah. like a yeah this like acrobats to and, and yeah and that's supposed to be cool and this yeah. is supposed to be dramatic yeah. yeah um so that was interesting to see yeah um well, well, well uh the contrast between that and the second killing why do you think uh, well okay so this 
was and I think we already saw yeah talked about how talked it about was it. a second and the third yeah in real life right. yeah like it like his first killing wasn't um I counted so and I there know no there's something else that video told me but I'm forgetting yeah, it no, but I, I, don't I was gonna say <laughs> yeah maybe okay I'm going off so I have read a lot of times that serial killers um when they use guns it's a little bit more impersonal mm-hmm and then like knives knives are way more um, more personal or mm-hmm. more like int- intimate, intimate intimate but yeah, intimate yeah because of the whole process right and yeah. it's even kind of like a different form. for some of them it's like a sexual kind of relief right because it's like penetration mm-hmm. yeah um so i don't know if that's why it's a lot more matter of, not matter of fact but it's, yeah i'd say that's a good observation because yeah. I, I, I had no idea I, I, like, I like when you answer. shoot someone it's bang 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 yeah, but yeah. I guess when it's slow motion I don't know if it's it helps create that like I don't know if they're trying to create like an intimate not intimacy but like with the slow motion yeah I think it was more like uh, uh like uh, I think it was more distant because yeah. you know it's not like real life mm-hmm. you, you know see. well and then when we were seeing that one being I mean obviously he had a mask in the other one but mm-hmm. it was just showing like his torso area right? yeah yeah and his head was in the shadow yeah um, yeah, and it was and, at, yeah. at night too, right? Mm-hmm. And this one, the other one was a lot more Monday. bold, yeah, yeah. right? So mm-hmm. that one was, um, you could see that he's getting a little bit more confident in, yeah, yeah, in his, and even just using the knife, right? Because mm-hmm. he's, you have to get really close to, and you have to do it a lot of times, yeah. and then you have to like, it takes a while, yeah, right? uh, as opposed to a guy with his like, bang, like bang, yeah, uh, yeah, it's good. That's a good observation, Jasmine. I don't have an answer to that. Thanks. I don't know. All. I just know serial killers. <laughs> so. uh, I just uh, when you said that, it reminded me of the Joker in, in the Dark Knight because he says that. Oh, does he? He's like, "Do you want to know why I don't use a gun? Because you don't see their eyes or something like that. Mm. You could see who's a coward, you know, stuff like that." Uh, did you think? Uh, did you notice the score in this at all? <sighs> Maybe just um, in when they're. For murdering them, right? It was like a little bit more. Yeah. Well, that's. I think like they the... use an actual song. Oh, right? do they? Yeah. I think so. Um, but score, I don't know. I don't think so. Me either. I think this one has a score where it just sort of like blends into the background, mm-hmm. rather than like a lot of David Fincher movies. The score is like draws a lot of attention to itself. Okay. And I think this is the opposite. Yeah. Um. So I think that you know, and I think everyone says he's trying to do a more realistic thing. You know, with this, so that's probably why. Sure. Um, yeah, I will say that. What do you think about the music they use? I don't know. I don't think I noticed it too no. much. I think it's just, you know, pop music from the time. Probably. Just showing it. Trying to get that mood of the 60s and the yeah. 70s, yeah. Which is great. I mean, it does feel like the 70s. I mean, I don't, it's not like we lived in the 70s, mm-hmm. but it does feel like it. It does feel, you know. Yeah. Great production design and shit, you know? Yeah. It looks great. Costumes, yeah. everything. Hair. Hair. Everything, yeah. Oh, man. Mark Ruffalo sporting a weird, I don't even know what the hell to call that. Is that a mullet? No, it's not a mullet. It's like a, like, kind of like an afro kind of, I don't know if afro is <laughs> the right word. I don't think so. What would it be? Just like, because like our uncle had that, right? Don't you think had like a little mm-hmm. mini, I don't know what it is, fluff? Fluff, yeah. I yeah, yeah. There, there's probably a special name for that yeah. hairstyle that's like a Fluffiness, curliness, yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what it was. <laughs> editing, editing. Um, <sighs> remind me what editing is. Exactly. Just cuts. Cuts. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Well, you talk about that cut, editing cut, right? And it's it has comedic value, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, be a joke. It adds to the story, right? And yeah. it's like the actors aren't doing anything. It's just bang, bang, right? Bang, bang, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of something else. So, okay. So going back to that video, I don't know which one it was exactly, but the one where they're talking about how uh, we focus on the boot because the Zodiac had those specific boots and then... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that part of editing? Or is that just part of... Probably everything. Um, I'm trying to think. More editing. That was... Honestly, that was the only cut, but that's because you mentioned that. You're like, hey, I I don't... Yeah, I, I didn't notice a lot of editing. I think it's very smoothly edited. I think, um... You know, and I was too engrossed in the story to really pay attention to that stuff anyway. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think it's a you know it's good. We'll we'll mention editing other times maybe. Sounds good. Uh, do you notice cuts though, like when it cuts from one, like shot to from an actor to a different shot of an actor talking? Is that an edit? Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Uh, directing. I mean. We talked about how directors are like the conductor. Yeah. Um, how they, they have a vision and it's their job to explain to everyone. I mean, maybe he is. just does a too good of a job explaining everything. Oh, man. <laughs> if I want to put in a positive light, he's just too good at yeah. explaining every single little detail. You need to and calm down, what, David Finch. Yeah. I don't know. You do you. But also, <laughs> so I mean, working for him. Man. Yeah. I mean, this one wasn't for me, but I've enjoyed other movies that he's done. So Yeah. And I, you know, I think... I, mean, I like him a lot. A lot, of, lots of people like him. Yeah, you, you're, you're not. Just, it's, yeah. This maybe was just not my movie. Yeah, you're not on the internet a lot, but he's like, uh, you know, film bros love him. Nice. Yeah. So he's like, it has very mainstream appeal. Yeah. I um, mean, other than like, I mean, as a whole, what can I say about him? I think he has a vision and he has an idea, and I think he does well in executing that. But it's not for you. Um, it depends on the movie, probably. Yeah, probably, yeah. So I think it's, um... Very much on the subject matter, probably. Yeah, yeah. probably. Um, but I think he seems pretty capable at what he does. Mm-hmm. And, which is good, right? I mean, obviously he knows what he wants, so that's maybe why he has so many takes. Is that a bad thing? Maybe for the audience, no. Right? Because if we get a good product in the end, it depending, obviously. Yeah, maybe yeah, this wasn't yeah. the movie for me, mm-hmm. but there's people who did enjoy it because... You know, he made sure it was up to par to his standards. Yeah, yeah, you know. And Mark Ruffalo, again, in an interview I mentioned with Edward Norton, he was yeah. all like, this guy is going to wait until we're all at 100%. Yeah. He's not going to yeah. get any less. Yeah. Yeah. He he was going to direct World War Z too, by the way, wow. for a long time. And he just did that product well too. Yeah. I imagine him directing a big big budget blockbuster. Yeah. That'd and be... that budget would have... Right. Well, I mean, because it probably, t- I mean, obviously this had a relatively small cast, right? Yeah. Like, and not necessarily a lot of extras. Mm-hmm. So it's. Well, there's like Dermot Mulroney and, you know, the guy you said you saw from some show or something. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the guy from Fight Club. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, it's kind of easier to like work around those restrictions. But obviously when you, I feel like when you do like big budget movies, you mm-hmm. have a lot more extras because yeah. you need a create a world essentially yeah. right crowds and yeah. zombies mm-hmm. and, uh, and then yeah yeah, yeah i mean <laughs> i think so. i think he, i I'm, I'm assuming he is does fine work yeah 
So you've talked a lot about the negatives in your mind of this movie. Yeah. Uh, what would you have changed? Honestly, I don't know. Because I feel like he had a story to tell with four. He had four, essentially four stories to tell mm-hmm. in one movie. Yeah. What would you have cut out? Like if you know, if you um, had, if you had to make it shorter, what would you have cut out? I mean, honestly, why even focus on deaths? <laughs> like, <laughs> on the like, because I mean, I feel like most. Well, I don't even want to say most people. I feel like a good chunk of people who go in watching the Zodiac probably know what it was. I mean, I don't know if that would cut down more. Because I mean, the murders didn't add anything other than to add maybe. What fear? I don't know. To have moments of suspense, maybe. Yeah, I guess. So you would have cut out the murders. Would that have made? I don't know. I'm trying to think. I don't the, know. The part that you liked, you want to cut it right, out. I'm just like, would that have? Because I mean, he's not necessarily trying to tell the Zodiac story, right? Because no. we know it. Mm-hmm. It's the other people's mm-hmm. we want to focus on. Yeah. So I'm just like, and obviously it goes to like. Blah, 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 blah. So would you have just changed it to focus on someone else? And you say you focus. Well, then people, uh, people argue like a lot, a lot of people cover like serial killers always focus on the serial killers, and uh-huh. it's more better to focus on the victims, right? Mm-hmm. Which I guess, in a sense, it's what he did. So you would have focused on the victims. Maybe. I mean, he kind of did that, right? Yeah. Obviously, it was like he talked a little bit about like the two male survivors, but I don't know. I mean, obviously, their lives were. Yeah. Significantly more altered <laughs> yeah, than I mean, the detectives, right? They were severely the, injured. Yeah. They lost a loved one. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But obviously, I don't know. I mean, I think I think the guy who like ran away, like his storyline was probably really interesting. But yeah, I wonder what he did. Right. He just he peaced out, and then like what twenty years mm-hmm. later, he finally felt comfortable enough to come back to the yeah. US. Yeah. That's crazy. But what would I have changed? I don't know. I'm just like tired. <laughs> not tired, but I don't. I don't I feel like pretentious like David Fincher David Fincher mm-hmm. you don't know what you're doing you know what I didn't like your movie and it's just the opinion of this person who you know has no uh, knowledge of, yeah, yeah, yeah. of that I have some education but just not in film eh. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just like eh. I always feel weird but I mean I did it with a few movies so I'm trying to think about this one do you have anything you would change no I mean you like this movie I like this movie yeah so I wouldn't change anything um, I will say, speaking of editing, I just remembered this one thing. Uh, Roger Ebert uh, re- uh, reviewed this movie. Yeah, uh, you didn't read his review, but um, he talked about how he did features a lot of like reminiscent of like Hollywood classics, mm-hmm. where instead of um, cutting to different, like he doesn't do in nine shots what he can do in one shot. So like he won't endlessly cut between actors singles. Okay. You'll just like play it in a in a wide or a medium, uh, rather than you know like having all those cuts. So he like lets scenes play out. Okay, that's that's you know that's different. That's like what he differs in editing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just a quick little thing that I read. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm leaning towards maybe just going st- starting straight with the letters, or maybe like I don't know. But I don't know. Oh, oh you would have started it with. Like the, like the investigation, yeah. essentially. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. I don't know. You would have caught... Uh, how much? How long is that? Like 20, 30 minutes into the movie? Yeah. Yeah, that would have been a two-hour long movie. It's yeah. still pretty long. Yeah. It would be like 2, 12. But I'm just like, I don't know. Because obviously the deaths kind of set what's at stake, right? Because mm-hmm. obviously you know what yeah. these people suffered through. Mm-hmm. But I'm like... Obviously that's not the main focus, right? That's why they 
get it out of the way right away. Mm-hmm. Right, right from the back. I don't know. Anyway, so thumbs up, <laughs> thumbs down, Jasmine. Oh gosh, Oof, I feel sad. Thumbs, thumbs down. <laughs> <laughs> thumbs down. You get thumbs down. That's um, fine. I'd always give it a thumbs up. Yeah. Do you want to do numerical scores instead? Is that would that make you feel better? Um, no, I'd probably uh, still give it like a like a six five. Oh, like a five, yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, so that's our discussion on Zodiac. Sounds good. That's good. That was great. Yeah, um, watch, you know, if you watch this, you don't have to watch three. Of them. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, we're still doing David Fincher. So next week we're gonna be watching Kong Girl. Uh, which I hear you're excited excited about. That's I hear that one's pretty good. It's pretty good. It was uh it was my favorite movie of of that year. I was fifteen when it came out. Um, so yeah, that's what we're doing next. And then after that, we'll be reviewing Mank. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we'll be covering an, a a different director after we review, um, Mank. And that's you know later down down the pipeline. Sounds good. So, thanks for listening. Bye. I'm very sure that's the man who shot me.